the best China. atmosphere. Was it the Stanford game? No. no. Home game. It, my, it was, no. Oh. <laughs> it was away game against. It was an away game against Penn State. Okay. Yes, and so the running back for their team was Saquon Barkley, <laughs> and so this is before Saquon became Saquon yeah. Barkley. Yes. So it's like, oh, they have this running back. You know, he was a five star coming out of. This is like our second game of the year, my okay. freshman year. Okay. And like, oh yeah, they have this five star running back. You know, he's all right. You know, we we're gonna focus on the game plan. You know, um, the quarterback is who we have to worry about. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, this at the time was Hackenberger, and so he was like going to be the top five pick. Okay. Um, coming into the next draft and so we're kind of focused on him okay then we get to the game it's like Penn State Stadium is something else yeah you know the when we were walking through the tunnel uh-huh. um, a lot of nasty words yeah. were saying being yes. said, to us, said to us you know oh, we're gonna run you guys out of the t- out of the stadium yeah stuff yeah. like that and then, yeah. uh, and then it's it's quiet you know you kind of walk through the stadium and then like since you're a non-power, since I'm a not, where I play for a non-power five school, you don't, mm-hmm. you're not, you're not, you don't play in those environments. Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, so you don't know what to expect. And then uh-huh. when you step out of the tunnel, like you don't, it's like, <laughs> yeah, and like you don't hear anyone near you. Like yeah. it's like, it's crazy. wow, it's like, like the gladiator. You know, like <laughs> yes. we're about to play Penn State. You yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. you know, all white, all yeah. white. So it's like that's my first kind of break into college football moment what year was that 2015 so that was your freshman my year. freshman year that was, yeah that was Quan Barkley's freshman got year it, so. got it um, and then that was also Marquise Goodwin was on the team yeah yeah so I remember came, coming on kickoff okay Scott Free like not knowing like, who this guy is yeah and like I go for the tackle and he just sidesteps me and he just takes it to the house <laughs> and I'm like and then I find out like today Marcus Goodwin <laughs> yeah. was yeah. Penn State's uh, receiver yeah. and he yeah. was their returner and I'm like okay I understand now I understand, I understand now. now but that was my freshman year so that was my welcome to college football moment welcome to the HNL movement podcast where everything is geared to leveling up your performance in activities sports and life join me in my professional journey as I share my knowledge and experiences while also learning from professionals colleagues clients and you with one goal in mind how to optimize human performance this is the right place to learn how a multi-dimensional approach will sustain the performance and lifestyle you desire welcome back everyone to the hnl movement podcast and this week i'm joined by ronley laka laka he is one of the great linebackers to come out of punahou schools and also a, a big name in the Laka Laka family to play football. But thanks so much for joining me today, Ron Lee. Yeah, thank you for having me. <laughs> yes. So, you know, let's get started because we've worked together a little bit and you've sustained a few injuries. Obviously, with football, there's increased risk of sustaining all types of injuries. But let's talk about your growing up playing football and how did all of this, how did all of this play out when you were growing up younger? Yeah, I mean... Uh, you know, started uh, it started off like growing up in you know uh-huh. a single household with other other family members. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I we lived with our uncles and aunties who are living right next to us. Okay. So we grew up in Makiki part, mm-hmm. so uh, right next to Punho actually on Metcalf Street, yeah. and so you know I had a lot of first cousins that you know we that l- actually live right next to each other. So you know, growing up. You know, um, you know, having older brother and a younger brother uh-huh. and a few of these cousins, uh, yeah. 
really gets you, you know, that gives you that, you know, playful, competitive, you know, when you grow up, you kind of build that, you know, relationship and you build that sort of, uh, you know, that competitiveness. Yes. And so, you know, um, since the age of three, we started living together, you okay. know, uh, but I actually was born and raised in, uh, in Pololo. Okay. So we moved to Makiki. And so when we moved to Makiki, we, had, we ended up living with my co- uh, near mm-hmm. my cousins and my aunties and uncles. And so, um, you know, every day we play tag, you know, every day it's either basketball or yeah. it's, it's either football on the grass or even on the gravel. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, a lot of cuts and bruises were happening and, uh, you know, just a lot of memories that, that uh, I had with, you know, these, you know, my cousins and, you know, yeah. my family that, you know, br- kind of instilled in me the, yes. you know. And for qualities. everybody, that's a big thing in Hawaii, especially. Right. You know, especially when you're growing up. I think when you have big families, you're spending a lot of time with each other. Mm-hmm. And then you all get interested in the same activities. Yeah. Um, when did football start? Or what, what sports did you play growing up? You know, growing up, of course, there's, uh, you know, there's baseball and basketball. You know, usually when, you, when kids start doing mm-hmm. that before football, you know, kind of, you know, doing cross training and uh you know, I started with baseball at the age of four and basketball. Um, you know, I, my uncle was a, you know, my uncle Mungi, he was our, our coach. And that's, that was a, actually our family um, sort of, uh, our family sort of, you know, club. Okay. And so uh, it's called Kapuhulu Ali's. And so okay. we kind of, you know, being Kapuhulu, you kind of, you know, playing with your younger cousins and, yeah. you know, your family friends, you kind of, uh, <clears throat> you know, you kind of, you know, have that connection. You kind of had that chemistry you know, learning teamwork and you kind of, you know, practice every day, you know, uh, that's what's it started with basketball. And so baseball, uh, you know, with, when it's year round like this, you know, right after basketball, we'll go right into baseball. Okay. And so with baseball, it's the same thing, couple of leaves. And so we, <laughs> same people that you play basketball with. Yeah. And so, you know, it all started with, you know, those connections with those people that I still have today. And so, okay. Yeah. And then how did you play basketball and baseball all the way through high school? All the school? way through high school, yes. Oh, you did play. Right. You played baseball for Punahou too? Right. I, I did play for oh, baseball. Oh, I did not even I know I played that. one yeah. year for baseball. Yeah. Got it, got it. Um, so when did football start for football, you? Football started in the third grade. Okay. Uh, my first year, we played for Kanye Knights. I played for Kanye Knights. Okay. And so, you know, there's a lot of, um, you know, a lot of, you know, coaches asking you know, recruiting, you know, Pop Warner teams, <laughs> recruiting uh, players to come to, yeah. you know, their team. So that's why I ended up at Kanyoi and um, played with a bunch of family members, I, you know. And uh, <laughs> that's when my uncles and aunties actually moved to Kanyoi. Okay. And so we wanted to always play together. And we always wanted to, you know, kind of instill that, you know, kind of bring up together a family yeah. that, you know, and start football together. And so that's how I learned, you know, watching my older cousin and my older brother, you know, okay. Steven and my older cousin, Mason. And just kind of following through their steps and then the you know and then comes into fourth grade mm-hmm. uh you kind of you know the age gap between me and my brother was three years so mm-hmm. i couldn't you know play with with him that much anymore mm-hmm. and so we kind of went to uh you know jumped teams from yep. manoa and now we went back to manoa and so uh you know of course with the pop warner recruiting you know you kind of play with new you know new teammates and you kind yeah. of you know play with people that you're actually going to go to school with now <laughs> yeah so manoa you know since it's next to punahou yeah. so like uh you kind of play with now you're starting to get to know the people that you're going to be playing with in the future yeah and so that's what uh as well as being with your family and so you kind of have that two 
you know, cultures that you kind mm. of, you know, kind of, you know, learn teamwork and you kind of, yeah. you kind of, you kind of get a feel of, you know, different people and mm. different teammates. And so from fourth grade, you know, and fifth grade playing in Manoa. Okay. I played with Punahou guys that I still play with and that I still had played with in high school. <laughs> yes. And then in the sixth grade and seventh grade, I went to Kalani Falcons, okay. which was another group of Punahou people that I actually played with too Got it. that recruited me to go there as well. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the, it all started, you know, football is, you know, like to me is, you know, building relationships and you kind of, yeah. you know, kind of, you know, building your qualities that you have, you know, with, you know, with who you are yes. and you kind of get to know, you know, other people. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. And then that's what I had, you know, during my young career. Yeah. And so from that, I went to, you know, I got to Punahou in the seventh grade. Okay. That's what I was going to ask you. So seventh right. grade, you went to Punahou. Yeah. So before that, where did you go to school? I went to school at St. Patrick's. Okay. From kindergarten it. to sixth grade. To sixth grade. Yeah. Got it. And then you got into Punahou schools at seventh grade. Right. So when you were growing up with all of this sports team, because you and Steven are three years apart, right. were you ever on the same team? No. No. You, no. That was too big of a gap to too play Too big on. of a gap, yeah. yes. Yeah. So even for basketball and baseball too, you never played on the same team? No. 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 So really when you got to high school, that's when you guys started to play together a right. little bit. Right. Yes. Overlap. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. So think about, you know, it's interesting because that's kind of how it works in Hawaii. The community is so small, so it's usually like, oh, come play for this team or this right. district or yes. whatever. Yes. When you played with all of these people that you eventually played in high school with, what were some of the big things that you learned growing up right. that still sticks with you to this day? Um, well, you know, when I, you know, growing up playing with my teammates that I played in high school, they know my flaws. They know my, mm. you know, what I'm not good at, my weaknesses and my mm. strengths. Mm. And so, you know, having that chemistry of those who know your weaknesses and strengths and they call you out on it, you yeah. know, when you make a mistake or you do a good play, you know, you kind of had that, you know, that same yeah. celebration you used to have when you're in middle school. Yeah. And so, and we then we could talk about it at lunch or in <laughs> class or after class. And yeah. so we'd always, you know, with my teammates, you know, being my classmates, we'd catch a ride, you mm-hmm. know, carpool from school to the field. Yeah. And so you kind of build that, you know, that, that chemistry that we have at, at Puno. And so that's what, uh, you know, kind of got my, you know, my career started at Punahou yes you know just having friends like that that mm-hmm. you know been there for you you know it's interesting that you say that because this is a side note but observation because I've been around well obviously I played high school sports but been around college ath- athletics right. pretty much as an athletic trainer my entire career I've experienced professional sports and that same camaraderie and teamwork yeah. and joking around that doesn't change no matter what level you're at yeah. <laughs> like, i could be in the detroit lions facility right, right. watching sports center and you're still joking the same way that you would do in like intermediate school yeah. so yeah. that's something that i guess people don't understand why mm-hmm. there's such a love for your team and the sports mm-hmm. because that never goes away like how you said mm-hmm. even when you got to probably college and beyond cfl which we'll talk about mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Like you get to know your teammates and you build this trust mm-hmm. and this sense of you're all reaching the same mm-hmm. goal. So that's that's something that's really interesting. So now, okay, you got to Punahou schools and how was that adjusting, I guess? Now it's mm. more that the competition, the level of play is starting to progress as you get to intermediate, JV, and mm-hmm. Vars. So how was playing sports in that 
from intermediate school to mm-hmm. you got till you graduated yeah from so from pop Warner to intermediate that was very you know it was very a new culture because yeah. you kind of now you're playing organized sports you got to learn plays huh. you got to learn you know it's not back back like backyard football <laughs> yeah. where it's like like the quarterback's telling you you know run a corner you know or <laughs> yeah. you go or you're playing defense and the coach tells you just go to the ball yeah but in when i you know the transition to intermediate it's where like you have a job now <laughs> yeah. and i was playing outside you no know, i i went from safety i've been pop when i played safe you know everywhere yeah you know i even played o-line <laughs> yeah. and then uh in intermediate they had a, you know my certain job you have a certain job and so mm-hmm. that was outside linebacker and so you know i wasn't used to the you know the ball goes to the other side you know i, I get frustrated like, yeah. why isn't the ball coming to my side yeah you know things like that when you when you're young you don't really know the game like that like why uh-huh. this and that and so um the transition was you know like mentally and you know yeah. um and in, in, um intellectually yeah was different so that's what was the challenge for me uh-huh. going into the intermediate God. football as yeah. well as school, so, <laughs> so yeah. from St. Patrick's to <laughs> to Puno. Yes. Yeah. So what what made you? How did they? Were you put as a linebacker, or was that something that you wanted to play? Okay. Yeah. Or how did that play yeah. out? So I wanted to play linebacker, of course, because God. you know when I was coming in, this was around two thousand eight, two thousand nine, uh-huh. and so the reason why I wanted to become a linebacker was because the you know the god of linebackers at Punahou, which was. Manti Tail, yes. you know, the history of that. And so when I saw that as a kid, you know, growing up from Pop Warner, you're going to, you know, Punahou games because my older brother and younger brother went into Punahou, got into Punahou mm-hmm. before me. Okay. And so I was able to watch games, you know, being at St. Patrick's, you know, watch Punahou games. Mm-hmm. So I would watch, you know, Manti Tail, um, yeah. my brother and yeah. JV. And so when I, you know, Robbie Tomo. And so yeah. I kind of, you know, you kind of, you know, build that, you know, sort of want to play linebacker. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that's how I got to, you know, be the be at that yeah. position. Yes. And I, you know, I loved it. Yeah. So, yeah. So for the, for basketball and baseball, what positions did you play? Uh, for basketball, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a three or okay. four, you know, a small forward or a power forward. In Hawaii, especially because we don't right. have height. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay. And so, then for, for baseball, what was it? Baseball, I was a third baseman and a okay. center fielder. Got it, got yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. Which was your favorite sport? My favorite growing sport up growing at that up. time. Yeah. Growing up, I would say basketball. Okay. Because, you know, I was really good. Well, I was like really good in middle school. Okay. Because I was, uh, you know, I got my growth spurt. Mm-hmm. I went from 5'3 to 5'8. Okay. From sixth grade to seventh grade. Yeah. And so I kind of seen a change in like athletically. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, athletically, I'm taller. And I mean, I'm, athletically, I'm like, you know, much more rangy mm-hmm. than other other kids, and so yeah. um, I was able to, you know, in basketball, where I the same teammates that I had in football were actually not my teammates in basketball. They ended up being my rivals okay. because of, I played for my family club in basketball. Got it. So the Punahou kids were always, you know, playing for Honolulu Sharks or yeah. OTB, where there are different clubs okay. that they play together, and so uh, you know, kind of having that, you know being Hawaii, you know, yeah. you kind of see everybody, yeah. see everybody every day. And so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's interesting. Cause I didn't even know that, um, you played baseball for one. Right, that's right. not really what most people I think know you for because of your success in football. Mm-hmm. So when did that really, when mm-hmm. did that shift? I guess, you know, like right. I'm going to 
throw more focus into football was there a time or a year where that clicked mm-hmm. for you yes um i gotta thank my parents of course my mom okay. she so i'm going into the ninth grade uh i went to an all poly camp here in hawaii and so when i went to this all poly camp i've seen like many stars who i've been watching okay. since growing up okay. and you kind of when i'm in ninth grade you're kind of like you know these people i'm playing against my brother okay. you know i'm playing against people that are three years older than me that i've watch and now i'm like actually on the field with them yeah. and i'm actually practicing with them in uh-huh. this camp uh-huh. and so that kind of you know inspired me okay. you know because you know watching people play one-on-one um you know getting competitive you know they're having that competitive edge against one another yeah. and so um that's where it all began you know to start focusing on football mm-hmm. and so what year was that i mean like this, what year in school were you a freshman oh yes i was a freshman in high freshman. school yeah mm. and so yeah, I was not a, you know, a football player, you know, just a football player mm-hmm. until it was coming around that time. Got it. Where I'm starting to realize that I'm a football player. <laughs> Got it. So at that point, was a lot more focused training for football? Mm-hmm. Or was it still just like when football season comes, all football, when basketball season comes, you know, all basketball? Yes. Was it, or was it still like in the back of your mind, you're, you're thinking like, yeah, hey, I got to get ready for next football season. Okay. So it's... See, that's what's interesting. Uh, uh-huh. So coming up to ninth grade, uh, it started with my parents putting me into uh, f- training. Okay. But it wasn't a sp- specific sport training. Uh-huh. It was like tactical, you know, strength okay. conditioning. And yeah. so we were kind of being trained to be athletes. Mm-hmm. And so uh, my mom, you know, knowing, sh- you know, she knows that, you know, I'm, I'm pretty short. So, um, and, um, you know, compared to other people that, mm-hmm. you know, play my position in mm-hmm. football mm-hmm. and so she knew that you know other sports has to be another avenue you know to be mm-hmm. you know better a better athlete and so um you know i've also trained for baseball and basketball at strength and conditioning mm-hmm. uh tactical strength and conditioning and so there was never a focus on football until okay. my junior year okay when i realized when we realized you know you get starting re- recruiting got it you know, so um yeah uh, there was always cross training where you know like mm-hmm. you said we we jump into this sport yeah and we just play <laughs> yeah you know and i and i was used to it because uh-huh. when i was younger you know what i was saying i was growing up you know my uncle would uh-huh. be like oh like we have football practice and then after football practice we have basketball practice <laughs> yeah. and then the next day since you know there's no football like on sundays yeah. there's no football mm-hmm. or basketball and then we play baseball and yeah. so it's a uh, you know, it's a cycle. Yeah. And so just constantly bouncing constantly, around. From- and so I was used to it. Yeah. And so when it came to that moment where it's like, yeah. you know, it's where now it's school is related now. It's mm-hmm. being a student athlete now. Yeah. And you kind of, I got used to it already. And so got it. it was no problem for me. No, no problem transition for me. Yeah. So, yeah. I've many, I've met many people, many athletes around here in Hawaii. I've, yeah. It's, yeah. it's kind of, yeah. You see, especially I think part of it is just the weather and, you know, like mm-hmm. we can be outside year round right so then you constantly see people if you're active i think you're just going to bounce from sport to sport to sport which is actually good because you get a lot of motor development coordination all of that Mm -hmm. but then it's it can become detrimental i guess if you do start to suffer a lot of overuse injuries and things like that and why don't you share a little bit about that was there any significant issues or Mm -hmm. things that were problematic, I guess, mm-hmm. throughout the years from when you were elementary right. to like high school. Yes. So, in the fifth grade, mm-hmm. um, you know, during you know when when you have a you know an elementary when you have PE class, uh-huh. 
you you know you always want to be the star you know you always want to you know go hard yeah. you know show who you are mm-hmm. and so that got me in trouble because we ended up <laughs> playing soccer and i ended up fracturing my right my left ankle okay and so it all started injuries started to that's when injuries were introduced to me got it was when that happened did you play soccer before that PE class no i haven't played soccer oh, at all okay. you see yeah so <laughs> I'm just having fun out there. Yeah. And all of a sudden I, you know, fractured my ankle. Okay. And so it started from there and, you know, I just, they just put a cast on me. Okay. And so I thought it was the regular where, you know, you, you get healed from a cast. Now your ankle's fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. and then I realized when you look in the mirror as a kid and you're like, my left calf is smaller than my right calf. <laughs> yes. And you're kind of like, and like I have big calves. So it's yeah. like, I know the differences now. Yeah. And you kind of grew up like, when I was growing up, I'm kind of like, wow, it's like my left calf is not, yeah. you know, it's not as good as my right calf. Like, yeah. and, I'm, and I kind of get um, self, what's it called? Self-conscious or something. Self-conscious yeah. about it. And yeah. so, um, yeah, it started with that fifth okay. grade. And so, and then you play Pop Warner and you kind of get stingers. Yeah. You know, you, as a kid, you know, many kids get stingers. Yeah. But they never there's never trainers in pop warner to, <laughs> that, to yeah, fix you know that. yeah there's i played pop warner too yes. there's never any trainers in pop warner yeah. um but yes everyone suffers these stingers which right. is not ideal yes but anyway and then building off of that so building off of that position. you know like yeah mm-hmm. so bi- building off of that um and then when it came to you know school related sports mm-hmm. uh you know organized sports in the ninth grade i always had an ankle problems from there Okay. You know, uh, jumping for balls and you kind of land on people's feet. Mm. And then, like, uh, maybe you get whiplashed and your knee k- yeah. kicks in and then you're kinda, your ankle kind of, like, mm-hmm. goes with it. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, uh, yeah, it started with uh, in ninth grade where I would have, like, playing with one spat, one spatted, uh, yeah. you know, kind of look rugged, <laughs> you know, and you, you kind of think that's normal, you know, because you, yeah. I was always taught in the old school way where it's like, you don't play, you know, you're not, you're yeah. soft, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. so, like, even if you don't have a knee pad or a butt pad or, yeah. you don't play, you're soft, you yeah. know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. um, and, then I, then, and then it came to 10th grade where, mm. you know, I got, got into varsity. Okay. Um, that's where, you know, um, more injuries came, you okay. know, um, to my ankle. You know, I had injuries on my ankle and I also had injuries with my thumb. So I broke my thumb, okay. my left thumb. And then I also uh, kept, had a reoccurring injury with my right ankle. Okay. And so, um, you know, I played with that my yeah. whole sophomore year. Yeah. My th- and then my thumb injury actually became into my junior year. Okay. Where I played with a cast. Got it. And then uh, I also had a reoccurring right ankle injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's when my junior year is when I was introduced to pro, actually. Okay. And I was introduced to, you know, actually taking care of my body. Yeah. And so I was like, why didn't I, you know, you're kind of confused as a, yeah. as, a, as a kid because you're not educated about it. Yeah. So you're kind of like, I have all these injuries I just have. And only now, mm-hmm. you know, my junior year, I'm actually going to take care of it. Yes. And it's like, everything hurts. <laughs> everything and like, hurts. Yeah. I don't know if it's just my ankle. Yes. But everything besides that, it's kind of hurting. My yeah. back, my lower back, my, yeah. my, uh my calves my so it's like i have tightness in my calves and so you know when you have you know back when my you know when i had that mm-hmm. self-consciousness about my calves and all of a sudden it's tight you kind of like realize like dang it's because of my ankle sprains and it's like <laughs> yeah yeah 
No, I mean, I think a lot of people go through that. And when you went to pro, that was before I was even at pro. Right. I was still probably in grad school. Um, but yeah, people don't realize that all of these things have a cumulative effect on your body. Mm-hmm. But I think to what you say, there's a fine balance for everything because that, yes. that mental toughness, that's what makes you a good linebacker. Right. Like, you know, I mean, there's no linebacker that doesn't like to hit doesn't like contact right that's what makes you a linebacker yeah i mean at every level and but there has to be that fine balance where like yeah you're mentally tough and stuff but also understanding like you know away from football these are certain things that will help me to perform better right it's not so much that i think that's a misconception especially with i guess sports medicine right is like oh you're feeling pain we're gonna hold you out Like, you know, I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions that I don't believe that at all. It's like Mm -hmm. every football player, if you're playing on the field, you have pain. (laughs) You're not going to be pain free. Everyone's hurt. Yes. But it's it's like, okay, what are you doing to make sure that you can still perform at that optimal level? Of course, still be safe. Right. Mm -hmm. But those two things go hand in hand, because if you're not being safe you're probably not going to be able to perform, yeah. right? But if you're not performing, you're probably not going to be that safe either, whatever it is, the ankle, the shoulder, all of these other things. But that's a good thing. Like, I think a lot of people, especially from Hawaii, that's one of the the things that help our athletes succeed, I think, is that mental toughness. A lot of times they were brought up in that environment where like, just keep doing it, get the job done. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it has to be in a smart way so that you have a career. And luckily, you did have a career right. despite, you know, suffering all the mm-hmm. ankle injuries and everything. So once you started to figure out junior year that, okay, there's certain things that is helping me to take care of my body. Mm-hmm. How did that play out? Right. Yeah. And so when I started to take care of my body my junior year, that's when things clicked to where I can, I'm, I'm getting better. Like my ankle's getting better. My performance is getting yeah. better. And so it's like I'm realizing I'm a football player. It looks like I'm going to be going to the next level. Okay. And so that's when my kind of my breakout year was was in my junior year. Okay. And so um, that's when I actually started to take care of my body and I kind of, you know, kind of started training better, you know, because you kind of wanted to, you know, when you go from year to year, you kind of see what what, what you want to work on. And so mm-hmm. for me, it was being healthy. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, my junior year was with that. And my senior year was, you know, it's the same thing, you know, the same injuries, but it's uh, okay. kind of retuning and mm-hmm. getting, getting bigger now mm-hmm. since you're gonna about to go to college. And yeah. so uh, that's when I actually realized that, you know, San Diego State came, okay. um, they, they offered me, uh, UH offered me. And so, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's when I realized that, you know, my, you know, yeah. focusing on my body actually kind of got me to the next level. Yeah. So were there other recruiting offers on the table? Right. Uh, yes. So there was, you know, of course I say Hawaii, UH, uh-huh. you know, that was my, my favorite school growing up, okay. you know, watching Colt Brennan, uh, watching, you know, all these guys that come through Chad Owens. Uh, yes. So, you know, Greg Salas, yeah. Solomon Aluminian. What about your brother? Yes. My brother. <laughs> yes. My brother, Steven. We just got to add yes. that. In there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there was a lot of, I think that was an exciting time when you were, you know, growing up, that's when Hawaii football was probably one right. of the best ever in that yes. era. Even after the Sugar Bowl time, right. people don't give enough credit because that team was still pretty good. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, 
you got recruited by Hawaii. Was there uh, other re- offers yeah. that you were looking yeah, at? Yeah, so there was a Cal Berkeley. Okay. Um, with Cal Berkeley, the thing that happened with them, they offered me okay. my junior year because they, you know, off of tape. Mm-hmm. And they asked me to come visit, okay. you know, you know, on an official visit. And so when I got to the official visit, they, uh, they, they, they we all take measurements. So this is when I realized that I'm a short linebacker. Okay. Is when I, you know, I see, when I seen the recruits there, they were <laughs> like, wow, they have, they're like 6'3", mm-hmm. you know, 6'4". How tall are you? Realistically. Realistically. I'm 5'11". Okay. Yes. Okay. But I was thinking I was six feet this whole time. <laughs> okay. Because got it. I don't know, like when you make when you make highlight tapes, you kind of like exaggerate your height. Yeah, and yeah, it's like yeah. you don't even know what your actual height is, you know, yeah. because you know when I go to, and so um, yeah, so I get to Cal Berkeley and they take the height and weight and they say, you know, they they say it out loud, you know, yeah. to all the kids, all the recruits, they can all hear it. Okay. And so all the li- all linebackers, you guys all take your height and weight. Yeah. And so I'm the smallest one there, and I'm okay. like, oh my gosh, what is my height? What is my height? They take it. Yeah. They yell five eleven, and I'm like, "Wow!" I I was I was like, "Wow!" Then the coach, you mm-hmm. know, after the visit, you yeah. know, later that night, later that day after dinner, the coach tells me, you know, we were you were shorter than you were, we were expecting you to be, uh-huh. uh, kind of smaller than you, thinner than we than mm-hmm. we thought you were gonna be. Uh, it looks like you know other people that we were looking at, you know, that 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 kind of uh-huh. that we were kind of looking at, you know, they kind of need scholarship as well, and so. Hmm. Uh, we're gonna you know kind of take that you know offer and kind of restructure it and kind of you know give you you know so a, you a gray it. shirt or or a, oh, or a walk you yeah. can walk on mm-hmm. and so i was like you know this is kind of like and then you got to tell your parents about this and yep. so so it's like you know i mean you, that's you, hard for yeah. that's hard a hard situation for anybody right right but the good thing i mean if there's any silver lining the good thing is that that's not in your control. Right. Right. So if someone's not going to give you the shot because of one inch. Right. And unfortunately, yeah. that's how it is at the pro level, too. Mm-hmm. But you see some of the pro levels that maybe on paper, they're not the best athlete right. or the best, I guess, size mm-hmm. for that position. But when you see them play, they make up for it. Right. So, I mean, that's that's unfortunate. But I think that teaches you a lot mm-hmm. at that stage in the game, what kind of school you want to go to. Yeah. Was there any other schools that you were looking into that? Well, of course, there's yeah. like schools that you want to go to in the Pac-12. But, okay. you know, realistically, you, you know, you're not, I'm not, you know, I don't look the part. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So um, even though I played against, you know, the best athletes mm. that I've seen come out of Hawaii, mm. like Mackenzie Milton, Tua Tonga Vailoa, Vai Malapi, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, see all these guys that i played against and i've succeeded and Uh it's like oh now now it's like the next level's coming in and there's others out there that i can't compete with and you kind of yeah you know you question yourself you know Mm -hmm. your self-confidence but i just gotta thank you know my my older brother because Uh he's he's he went through it too so Mm -hmm. having an older brother really helps yeah you know because they paved the way and you kind of follow learn from their mistakes and you learn from their Mm -hmm. you know their uh path and yeah. You kind of, you know, if they went through it and then you go through it, you kind of like, you, you got to be stronger. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, you know. Yeah. That was so what, what made you choose or what made it clear to choose San Diego State University? When, see, it was after Cal Berkeley yeah. uh, took away my offer, uh-huh. UH 
find out the same the same way but they're actually they actually watched me play okay and they actually told me the same thing they were gonna take away your offer you mm. know you're you're shorter than you thought okay um, they're smaller than we thought mm. because at that time they had linebackers that were like you know bigger than me and i mm. you know i looked up to those linebackers at uh mm-hmm. and uh like uh manly williams mm-hmm. uh bennington Funua. so mm-hmm. uh i really thought uh was my school until mm-hmm. uh they took away my scholarship and so Got when it. that happened that came clear that san diego state was the one that actually really wants me yeah and at that time they were coming off a six and six season okay and i was kind of and i haven't you know been to the mainland that much uh-huh. so i was iffy about it to go into it mm-hmm. i'm sure everyone thought like San Diego State what, yeah. what kind of school was that and so that was 2015 of course and yes. so when I got there I ended up seeing NFL talent that <laughs> I never realized that would be there yeah. um, like Rashad Penny who actually plays for the Seahawks right mm-hmm. now uh, Donnell Pumphrey who mm-hmm. actually was drafted by the Eagles um, and then two old linemen that was actually drafted uh-huh. uh, and then the linebacker that I actually played next to, who plays for the Dolphins right now. Yes. And so you, and then a starting safety for the Falcons. I was I was playing with, and so you don't realize. So they were coming off a transition year. Okay. So they they were um, hidden gems that yeah. were coming in. So there, it was their time to shine. Uh-huh. So it was my time to come in and transition to like getting to know college football. Mm-hmm. And so um, getting there, you know, being surrounded by this NFL talent that I didn't realize. Yeah. And the culture of like you know hard work and you gotta mm-hmm. uh you know at San Diego State it was they instilled uh you know toughness where mm-hmm. you know what I was going through growing up you know you play with injuries yep. you know our coach uh, our head coach Rocky Long would always uh um preach you know um everyone is hurt everyone's playing yep. hurt mm-hmm. but it's about you know your your mental you're like you're, mm-hmm. it's, it's about you know if you can go out there and being the toughest guy yeah tougher than them you know what i mean so most physical team wins and so that's 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 what came out of that and so it was an easy transition for me Mm -hmm. because we're going to i'm going to an underdog team Mm -hmm. that had something to prove and that they have this old school mindset that only run they only run the ball we only run the ball (laughs) there's not you only pass like 10 passes a game and so practice was you know i'm going against these nfl running backs and Mm -hmm. so um that's where i realized like you know that transition from you know from Punahou to San Diego State was easier mm-hmm. than the mental game of Pop Warner to Intermediate got it and so uh you know the X's and O's wasn't very hard for me because mm-hmm. I've what I've learned at Punahou and so yeah uh that was a easy that was a transition that was an interesting transition uh-huh. uh, for me for, sure. for for those that are looking to play at that next level right do you have any because this is i mean yes you graduated from san diego state but this is still relatively recent i mean Mm -hmm. 2015 right Mm -hmm. do you have any advice or things that you really learned about how to successfully transition from high school football to division one college football right yes um the key is of course you know being yourself um you know uh expressing the qualities the Mm -hmm. the uh qualities that you have and sticking to where your strengths are mm-hmm. so my strengths you know coming in i knew i wasn't big yeah i knew i wasn't like fast you know you kind of realize that first practice you're kind of like guy runs by you and you're like wow yeah. so you're kind of like you know the thing that would separate you from mm-hmm. others you know me being short you know for for people, short athletes like me i would say um you know the, the film you know watching film 
Um, you know, getting into extra film work, you know, it's like class, you know, it's like schoolwork where mm-hmm. you, you got to do extra studying for a test. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, the, you know, watching more film when I was a freshman and kind of asking players for help and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, other players that were actually, I didn't think was NFL talent, that I was actually, actually, actually asking them for help. And yes. they're actually, you know, working with me one-on-one watching film. And I kind of learned like, wow, uh-huh. like from point A to point B, it's, it's clear to me now yeah instead of foggy where it's like when you come in as a freshman you're kind of like you see, you see pulling guards and you're like and <laughs> yeah. you're like yeah you kind of get paused and you, yeah so and you you probably think that they shouldn't be moving this fast right and they're yes. moving this fast yes yeah. they're moving this fast yeah by the time you like boom like you're getting hit <laughs> yeah. and so yeah uh that's my advice for my uh, athletes out there that you know just being a master at your game mm-hmm. like uh intellectually yeah you know your iq and then everything else will come after that because you got athletic trainers there and professional help there that can yep. help you build physically. Yep. It's, you know, focus on your mental game and I think that will get you over the edge. Yes. It's, it's interesting to hear any of your perspective or your story. Right. And so thinking through, did you start as a true freshman? I didn't start as a true freshman. But I, was you, a, I was a backup. You didn't redshirt though? No, I didn't redshirt. Yes. Yeah. So you played all four years, right? Right, right. When did you win that starting position? Mm-hmm. I won the starting position in spring ball going into my sophomore year. So okay. to, uh, 2016, mm-hmm. spring, mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was, I was actually a backup to an all-conference linebacker that was actually okay. my height okay. and my build. And okay. uh, he was actually Polynesian as well. And so I think when I came into San Diego State, they wanted me to just be, to be like him. Okay. And so he was the person I would go to. For help because he was five nine he was actually five nine okay and i was taller than him and so uh, seeing you know him do the things that he's done mm-hmm. you know being an all-conference linebacker his name is jake feely and uh, watching film on him and seeing what you know the, what kind of things he could he can do and what mm-hmm. he learned and kind of like building it on my game and so uh, that's when i um uh, i won you know i won the starting job as a linebacker okay uh my sophomore year and then um, in my sophomore year, of course, my freshman year, um, I had the same ankle injuries from okay. my freshman year to senior year, mm-hmm. s- still to this day. Um, so, with the yeah, with the type of you know the type of team that we have and the type of philosophy of like playing through injuries, mm-hmm. you know, I only missed one game of my career, and so. Um, you know, I played all, you know, 38, 39 games mm-hmm. that I've played. And so no. I really took pride in that, you know, mm-hmm. because you got to you got to have the mindset, you know, no. when you when you get hurt one week and you play the game, you got to on that Sunday is the most important day. <laughs> yeah. And or that Saturday night when you arrive back to the facilities from a away game or from a home game mm-hmm. where you got to, you know, now you got to get treated because practice is on monday <laughs> yeah. and the week next week is going to come yeah because in college football you only have one or two buys mm-hmm. and so uh you know you got to get treatment on sundays mm-hmm. and of course you got homework to do yeah and so that plays a mental game and so you kind of you know you kind of got to pick and choose your battles mm-hmm. and so uh with this anchor injury you know it was a reoccurring injury you know and so uh, i've actually played with two sp- sprained ankles yeah in in four games yeah and one of them being boise state <laughs> and so that was the most challenging game i think mentally i've ever had mm-hmm. but it turned out you know i had a, you know i had a good game but uh-huh. um just the mental part of you know having 
just having all these injuries and mm-hmm. uh, kind of having play through it, uh, you know, you got to football, you know, it's a rugged game. So, yes. Uh, you see others as well in the training room. So, you know, later that, you know, see other people who are hurt from that same game and you mm-hmm. kind of like that motivates you because, you know, your teammates are going to war for you. Yeah. You know, they're, they have knee injuries. They, they have just sprained their shoulders. Yeah. They just like loss of part of their vertebrae and like they're still playing. <laughs> And yeah then, yeah there's definitely yeah. a lot of and i think to you don't give yourself enough credit because just to well one just to win the starting position mm-hmm. that took years and years of hard work right. you know it started from when you were at punahou right before you even knew that you were going to get recruited mm-hmm. and i think just playing and being you know as healthy as you could mm-hmm for all those three years well four years really and only missing one game i mean that says a lot that says a lot about how you're gonna do the right things to stay on the field you know and even things like that people don't see the average person doesn't see this whether it's college or professional sports like what happens after the game finishes to get you prepared for the next game yeah because it's a it's a quick turnaround Mm -hmm. and it just flies by it's like you don't have enough time to recover sometimes but you got to figure out okay how am i going to make it so that i can actually play whether that's against boise state or Mm -hmm. whoever was there and i think that says a lot about your mindset too and Mm -hmm. the mental approach that you have to football but was there um did you get any support or help from steven during these times because right. he was still in college football yes. too so that's interesting yes yeah um yes yeah, so of course you know during my you know my freshman and sophomore my freshman and sophomore year was his junior and senior year mm-hmm. and so i would always you know we'd always have texts you know mm-hmm. how's your body you know mm-hmm. or uh you know how you know how's the coaches you know how mm-hmm. how are how you know how's the game plan you know how how are you getting to handle the playbook and stuff mm-hmm. like that and so you know my having an older brother you know really helped helped me mentally mm-hmm. and so um you know that long distance relationship that we had mm-hmm. was uh very key for me you know and you know and uh you know um fighting through the threshold of mm-hmm. you know of what you're going through and so yeah. not only in football but in school as well you mm-hmm. know you kind of you know you ask for help you know how to balance your time yep. you know how to you know how to um you know how to meal prep because mm-hmm. you don't have time yep. when you have when you're in the training room because you have injuries and then you got to go straight to class and you got to from mm-hmm. straight to class you got to go to practice and then, yeah. then then you got to go physical therapy again and then <laughs> so it's a you know it's a cycle and so uh-huh. when you go through that cycle you have to do the little things that can get you over the edge like uh-huh. meal prepping and uh extra lifting in when you know mm-hmm. when you don't have homework those mm-hmm. days you don't have homework mm-hmm. and so um to strengthen you know the muscles and so uh that's what my brother brought to me is mm-hmm. what the extra little things and mm-hmm. Of course, you know, the mental threshold I have to go through. Yeah. Is there anything in your college career? Because this is things that people probably don't understand, right? Mm-hmm. But is there anything specific to your personality that helps you to <laughs> perform at that level? You know, with school and all of these things. Is there yes. anything that you do okay. that is like, oh, this helps me get through everything? Okay, so I have a thing like where I can like zone everything out. Okay. Where I can stay focused on one thing and just showing everything out um you know people you know people who that know me they know that like i i'm like if i'm speaking to you uh-huh. like and one other person speaking to me i i can only hear you <laughs> okay and so i have a gift of where like i can only have selective hearing yeah and so that really helped me with balancing out school and football because you know you kind of have to like select what yeah what you want to pay attention to 
Yeah. And when you're when I'm zoning on school, it's only school, and then, you know, studying, as well. Like I I like to study alone, mm-hmm. and quiet space, and mm-hmm. so that's really helped me watching film alone, mm-hmm. and so, that that, so that quality that I had, even though it seems like a flaw, was actually became my strength. No, that's actually really good because you probably get more productive at the task right in front of you. Right. And it's almost yeah. like you're compartmentalizing like, okay, football time now. Yes. Only football. <laughs> yes, yes. Now school time, only school. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. And whatever else it is, lifting. Right. I'm, I'm just going to focus on lifting because that's so true when you start to, I mean, and we've all been there. Sometimes I'm working out or whatever or working with a client either even and I'm thinking about the next right. thing that I got to do and then after a while you're like what am I doing here what yes. am I going to do next yes. and it just gets all blended in not in a good way yes. so that's interesting the other thing before we get more into the football stories the other thing that's interesting is so school right I mean this is something that I had to learn about you okay. but you were a political science major right 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 and that is something that you're passionate about right can you talk about that a little bit yeah um well, first of all, I was a business major. Oh, business major, and, okay. And then no, I was a business okay. major. And then, um, you know, balancing that with football uh-huh. and business major was hard for me. Okay. And so when I had that, you know, at that issue, I was like, I got to have a plan to, you know, find other interests that I can, you know, help, help myself, my backup plan in case mm-hmm. football doesn't work out. Because mm-hmm. I know I'm short. You know, I know my chances of making the professional uh, leagues are are slim and so you know people say one percent of people make it mm-hmm. and so i kind of you know my mom and my dad mm-hmm. you know they instilled in me education and so mm-hmm. uh, my brother also so he helped me with also with choosing a profession and okay. choosing what i would like uh told me you know you gotta have a backup plan because when i saw him you know he goes through these injuries mm-hmm. and then uh, you see him going through a plan that he needs he wants to make mm-hmm. and you kind of like okay I need to do the same thing mm-hmm. in case that I do. I, I go through the same thing mm-hmm. he goes through. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I wanted to be in political science. And okay. so because I, the reason why I want to be in political science, because I ha- already had the credits for it. Okay. And so I, I built that passion and that for it okay. in, in college. Okay. And so I didn't, you know, I wasn't a kid and oh, I want to be a, I want to be a political science major. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah. Um, I, that was not the case <laughs> yeah. because I know what they go through. And so, mm-hmm. When I was in college, you know, that, you know, that really played a role because when I was taking these classes, you kind of realize when you, the politics behind football now, Uh and you're kind of like, okay, now you got to be smart with your, with your decisions that you make. Mm -hmm. Um, Are you going to play through these injuries in this one practice? And then you're going to not be ready for this game right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or you want to sit out and take a chance that, Mm -hmm. you know, that coaches would understand you, that they understand that. You're, you're doing this for you know the team mm-hmm. that you you're resting two of your ankles <laughs> yeah. so that you can actually walk and run and jog <laughs> yeah. on yeah. Saturday yeah. And so um, you know seeing that relationship from and school and football got me the in, interested in what it what it was today and so mm-hmm. you know a lot of like the political issues that we have today uh-huh. um, I you know I think it was a perfect time to be a political science major because mm-hmm. I you know you read you read the news you mm-hmm. I did more reading and you kind of read articles, you kind of read, you know, artifacts that, you know, what happened in the past and what happened, what's ha- what led it to happen now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's what kind of got me interested in it. Um, and also, you know, the people that I've looked up to here in Hawaii, um, you know, politicians like Mufi Hanneman, and, yep. you know, just kind of like seeing what they've done, you know, what he's done through the 2008 regression and kind of like 
Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of you kind of see when you're in college, you kind of see all those things that have happened when you were younger that you didn't realize were happening here in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of like, wow, like these are the reasons why these people, these important people make these decisions. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of like, I want to be, you know, you kind of want to make, make those decisions too. And yes. To affect people's lives pos- like positively. So Yeah. Yeah. No, that's interesting. And it's something that I definitely can see you you know, working towards just like all of your football goals. Mm -hmm. It's just getting that experience and working in ways. And you've kind of mentioned, you know, outside of this interview that you just want to listen to people and make that difference. Right. Mm -hmm. And help them in ways that maybe they can't help themselves sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's something really interesting. We'll we'll get back to football. So we're not talking too much politics on here. Especially with this election. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry about that. But, but anyway, um, um, getting back to football, so just before we move on to other topics, what were the significant issues? So you had recurrent ankle injuries that obviously that that had to be dealt with your entire career, but any other serious injuries through college? Yeah, so I had a torn labrum mm-hmm. in my left shoulder. Mm-hmm. Uh, this happened against in my in our bowl game in 2017, my junior mm-hmm. uh you know, that was actually like the transition into my senior year. Mm-hmm. So I got a shoulder injury. I, uh, we're playing army. And so a triple option team. Yeah. And so this is, there's a reason why there's you, someone's getting hurt. Yeah. And so, <laughs> you know, they're running dive, they're yeah. running fullback dives. And mm-hmm. so, uh, so I landed on my armpit on one of the tackles. Okay. And so they tore out, popped out. And when it popped out, you kind of realize like, Oh, like something, something's hurting. Yeah. So I went in, you know, I went to the sideline for one play yeah. or one drive. And I pop, my, my trainer popped it back in, yes. my shoulder back in, and I was kind of like, oh, okay, I'm good now. Like, <laughs> yeah. since I'm good now, like, now I get to play. Because the margin, because the margin between you and your backup is, is small. It's, it's, it's mm-hmm. small, it's small, where it's, like, mm-hmm. where it's like they are trying to get your spot. Mm-hmm. And so, I, you know, you, those things kind of go into your mind where it's like they're, they're racing in your mind where it's like uh, your backup's going to kick your job. You, if you don't go in, mm-hmm. um, this is the last game of your season. Mm-hmm. You know, you keep playing. So I kept playing in that army game. And so mm-hmm. this chip option team is beating up my shoulder and they keep yeah. beating up my shoulder. And like later on the x-rays say like, or the MRI says that my, I have a torn labrum. And mm-hmm. so uh, that's uh, another, in, yes. one of my other main, main injuries that yes. I've had. So. Yeah. And I, I do remember, uh, I, I remember, I think Steven sent me a text <laughs> saying, Hey, you got to look at Ronnie's shoulder. <laughs> it's messed up. And I was right, thinking, right. oh, man, you know. But, I mean, that's a good thing. When you come home, because you played for Punahou, you know, um, Dr. Khan, obviously, you have people that are on your side that want to take care of you. You know, seeing what's the best plan to keep you on the field. And obviously, for us, we're not going to make any decisions for you. You know, right. we never do that. Really just talking to you and then... I think just giving you an idea of of what you should do with your school athletic training staff because that's the big thing, right? They're the ones that have seen you play, know you the best right now, right, in your college season. So then just giving you some ideas of what you can do while you were back home to strengthen safely, right? And we worked on some of that. And I remember you went back up. I think you participated in spring football, right? right? But then after that explain what happened you had to go ahead and get it repaired so you could play right Mm -hmm. and so um that spring you know they uh um actually like uh you know during during winter training Mm -hmm. um 
they had to modify the way I was training. Um, mm-hmm. I had a meeting with my coaches. They were saying, you know, we need you. Um, you know, we need you for spring ball. And mm-hmm. so um, I was, you know, right there. And then I'm kind of like, okay, my teammates need me. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need my leadership. And so, uh, so I got I got working um, into the weight room, trying to strengthen my shoulder. Mm-hmm. It was still torn, okay. and I could feel it popping out every time I'm lifting. But it's like I need to strengthen myself. You know, I need to do this for the team. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know. Uh, they tell me, you know, go through the spring training and then or go through spring ball and uh, you can get your surgery. And so I uh, went through spring ball, you know, fine, no other injuries. And so, uh, but during that time, during that spring, I was kind of, you know, going, you kind of go through these, you know, my ankle was hurt. Mm-hmm. Two of my ankles are hurting. Yeah. And I have a shoulder injury. Uh-huh. So during like school, you know, this during spring is a time for football players to actually, you know, take classes that are hard. Okay. Because that's not during football season. Mm-hmm. And so those times were challenging for me where you're kind of taking hard classes, these challenging classes, these courses, and then you got to go you got to go to therapy for these three injuries that you have. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then also train with your teammates as well. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of go through all that, all that, um, you know, all that, that process. And mm-hmm. you kind of, you know, you kind of realize, you know, like, this is your job. You know yep. what I mean? Like, this is why you came here. Yeah. And so... Uh, yeah, so after, you know, I got my surgery and then, you know, kind of going into my senior year, mm-hmm. uh, that, that's when uh, things got, going to my senior year, that's when things were different because I was so focused on my injuries that, uh-huh. you know, when I got to my, I was playing catch up, you know, yep. with other players, like my strength was mm-hmm. not the same. And so my senior year ended up being, you know, not as great statistically as my junior year got it so then that that kind of like you know of course there's always the politics behind things like uh the schemes that you know our our defensive coordinator changed but Mm -hmm. of course like um just the fact that i didn't feel good about myself you know Mm -hmm. my body and that's that's a tough situation to come back from any surgery right but then even though your senior season wasn't as statistically Mm -hmm. good as your junior season Mm -hmm. I mean, how was it overall trying to train, perform your best, and kind of still battling through all of these issues that you never had before right. to this degree? Right. Yeah. It was, it, was, it was hard. I mean, of course, you kind of go through it in high school. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of, you know, you kind of used to the, uh, the agenda, you know, mm-hmm. the, the schedule, you mm-hmm. know, uh, training, yeah. school, back to training, mm-hmm. uh, getting, getting your injuries fixed, morning and night. So, uh that's what you know going through that in high school has really helped me mentally mm-hmm. but it was a you know it was a hard it was a hard time because you know your your body doesn't feel good and you're mentally mm-hmm. not there mm-hmm. so i mean you know so you're t- but as well as your teammates are counting on you so mm-hmm. that's what trumps everything is when you have teammates that are counting on you and you kind of let everything go and you kind of like i'm just i'm just gonna play just you know do your mean? job just do just do what i'm here yeah. I'm, I'm here to do and so yeah uh, was there what, anything that good that came out of I guess having all of these experiences through college, the injuries and right. yes, the going overcoming adversity, mm-hmm. uh, you know, going through you know when one thing goes wrong, mm-hmm. you you gotta you know and you, there's a way there's a way to fix it even yep. though it takes time days maybe mm-hmm. minutes, mm-hmm. You, and you just gotta find a way to to overcome it yep. you know mentally and then also find ways to to help it better it become better like going in extra hours and mm-hmm. you know when you don't have class you come yes. back to the training room you, yes you keep you keep getting better you keep icing and you know you keep you know just keep getting your body better and yeah so i mean you, it's just 
those reoccurring things that happen and that you know that those coming through adversity yes and i i've seen that even when you've been back home after you graduated right oh in a minute we'll get to your cfl experience Mm -hmm. but even you having a internship you know you're working eight hours in the day but you would still come in regularly to treat your ankles at pro when you had any ankle issues so those things i think it's just instilled in you that it's part of it's part of everything that you have to do mm-hmm. so that you can play football, yeah. you know? And I think that's something that you do very well, taking care of your body and just doing what you can to perform at that high level. Before we get into the after college, right. we gotta go, what's, what's the most memorable experience or play or game in college for you? Oh, of course. Yeah. You know, of course, playing against UH, okay. my brother. <laughs> that was, that was okay. an experience like, like that was like experience like no other because I've watched him play, yeah. you know, growing up. It was like seeing, like, like, like it was like seeing, like, like a an aura of yeah. like like that's your brother, like that's playing on the other side, uh-huh. and it's like like he has that extra glow on him because it's like man, like I'm highlighting him because <laughs> yeah. you know he's the guy on their on their team, and so, yeah. um, uh, yeah, like the co- I'm leading up to that practice. Uh-huh. Like that's what was memorable for me was because they, you know, we have a scout team okay. and then they, you know, every play they, they wanted that running back to go to the ground. <laughs> and so like, if I'm not taking that guy to the ground, it's like, Oh, it's something suspicious going on. Like, yeah. Yeah. You're not trying hard. You know? yeah, like, yeah. It's your brother. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, that when it comes to, you know, football, it's like, you know, no one's your, you know, there's no friends. Yeah. There's no, you know, it's green and white versus black and red. So yeah. it's like, you know, you got to do what you have to do. And, you know, um, I, that was just a pleasure to play against him. You know, mm-hmm. I always wanted to do that. Um, you know, talk smack. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just, like, actually, like, being in the game with him and yeah. kind of, like, watching him. How live. many times did you guys play each other in your career? Twice. 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 Yeah. And both times you were starting linebacker? No, the first time I was on special teams. Got it. Yeah, and then I came in a couple plays though. Got it. So, but yeah. the second time, you second were time starting. was actually like more real. It's where, yeah. like, where like every play we're seeing each other. Yeah. So yeah, that that was one memorable game. And yeah. then, uh, so to yeah. fill in some of the gaps, Stephen Lakalako is the running back for UH. Right, right. And you're the middle linebacker right, for, right. San for San Diego State. State yes. So it's literally so, yeah. pretty much you guys are playing on the field. Right. So he's hearing my voice because I call like yes. I mean I call the calls right like uh-huh. tight left field left yeah. is our calls right and then like. When I'm saying that things, and I'm like, man, like, I'm playing chess against my brother. Yes. Like, like this is actually going to, like, mind game. And then, like, man, now it's football, like, yep. physical now. And so. How much smack talking that, was there? There was a lot of smack talking. On the field, in the yes, game. Yes. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, it's, it's more, f- I mean, that's the way I play. Yeah, yeah. Most of the time, but, like, what, what, it wasn't toward him. Yeah. Some of the smack talk wasn't toward him. It was okay. Sometimes it was for his teammates because, you know, I had a, always had a grudge against University of Hawaii <laughs> yes. for what they've done uh-huh. with my scholarship. And so uh-huh. that's what all the mixed emotions kind of came out. Yeah. And so, yeah, that, that animal came out of me and, like, like I've never dealt like that before. <laughs> yeah. That was my sophomore year. So that was kind of like my transition year. Yeah. Of, of, that was when I was, I was still starting. Yeah. So I was like, like, it was like, wow, this is the feeling of, uh-huh. This is my my highest potential of, yeah. of like anger that I have when I'm playing. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. okay, now you know your limits. 
you know, how, how you can control it. Uh-huh. And you kind of like every each game is different when mm-hmm. you like the emotions because, you know, when you play guys like San Jose State or like, you know, you kind of don't have that want to play, uh-huh. but you got to play. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, yeah. um, that was one memorable game that, that I tr- truly treasure in my in my whole career, of mm-hmm. course. So, and, uh, yeah. Was there another game or another yes. play? Okay. I mean, there's another game. I mean, there's probably a lot. There's a lot of you. games because, see, like, I mean, when we when I came to San Diego State, we weren't they weren't ranked at all. Mm-hmm. And so when I started playing for San Diego State, we became ranked. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the games are memorable because you know, the the fans make it memorable. Yeah. And so I would say, UH game, mm-hmm. um, it's down seventeen. Uh, Boise State games are always the best. Okay. Especially playing on that blue field. <laughs> the blue field. Um. Those are the best because that that's when it's like, like they're always the face of the Mountain West. Mm-hmm. So like, and we're kind of coming up. Yeah. And so it was like that. There was that rivalry that was coming on. Like, mm-hmm. uh, so that was that was a cool era that I was a part of. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, of course, the bowl games. Yeah. Um, also, the Stanford game. Stanford oh, games. Okay. Those I do games remember were, that. Yeah. Yes. And so, those games. I remember because I watched Stanford playing, you know, watching mm-hmm. Manti Teo play against Stanford. Uh-huh. And it's like, wow, like, I'm in the same position, like, he's going to play. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was kept watching film on him, like, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm going to, oh, I'm, I'm going to watch him, and then I'm yeah. going to do what he does. And yeah. then, like, he ended up, you know, I ended up doing, like, doing okay, and he kind of like, oh, okay. So it's like, you know what I mean? You kind of, like, see the experiences that I've watched growing mm-hmm. up, and you kind of like, oh, it's now coming live yes it's like yeah it's all coming full circle and so yeah what was the best atmosphere the best atmosphere at? was it the stanford game no, no. home game it, my, it was no oh it was away game against it was an away game against penn state okay yes and so the running back for their team was saquon barkley <laughs> and so this is before saquon became saquon yeah. barkley yes so it's like oh they have this running back you know he was a five-star coming out of this is like our second game of the year my okay. freshman year Okay. And like, oh yeah, they have this five-star running back. You know, he's all right. You know, we, we're gonna focus on the game plan. You know, um, the quarterback is who we have to worry about. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, this guy at the time was Hackenberger, and so he was like going to be the top five pick okay. um, coming into the next draft. And so we're kind of focused on him. Okay. Then we get to the game. It's like Penn State Stadium is something else. Yeah. You know the when we were walking through the tunnel, uh-huh. um, a lot of nasty words yeah. saying, being said yes. to us said to us you know oh, we're gonna run you guys out of the t- out of the stadium yeah stuff yeah. like that and, uh, yeah. and then it's it's quiet you know you kind of walk through the stadium and then like since you're a non-power since i'm a not where i play for a non-power five school you don't mm-hmm. you're not you're not you don't play in those environments mm-hmm. so it's like uh so you don't know what to expect and then uh-huh. when you step out of the tunnel like you don't it's like <laughs> yeah and like you don't hear anyone near you like yeah it's like it's crazy wow it's like with the gladiator you know like yes we're about to play penn state you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. like all white all yeah. white so it's like that's my first kind of break into college football moment what year was that 2015 so that was your freshman my year. freshman year that was, yeah that was quan barkley's freshman got year, it so. got it um and then that was also marquise goodwin was on the team yeah yeah so i remember came out coming on kickoff okay scott free like not knowing who this guy is yeah and like I go for the tackle and he just sidesteps me and he just takes it to the house. And I'm like, and then I find out like today, 
Marcus Goodwin <laughs> yeah. was yeah. Penn State's uh, receiver yeah. and he yeah. was their returner and I'm like okay I understand now I understand, I understand now, now but that was my freshman year so that was my welcome to college football moment Yeah, where it's like like I'm running down kickoff and one of my guys is missing like he like you hear ooh like yeah, oh yeah, like someone yeah. got someone got cracked back yeah yeah and someone's missing by me my five <laughs> yeah. my 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 uh my teammates missing. yeah and i have to feel you know yeah and i have to feel i have to fill in for him yeah. so it's like but those are the, yeah. the those are the that moments are that, yeah. that are memorable when, what was yeah one of the most memorable plays that you made okay um, yeah. my most memorable plays that i've made was I got to tackle Saquon Barkley. Okay. Yeah. When I, my second play in the game and I'm like, you kind of like, I'm kind of like going through the motion. And it's like, I made a tackle like on Saquon Barkley. You <laughs> yeah. know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You yeah. gotta realize that. Yeah. So like, oh, okay. And then that's, that was one of my memorable plays. Not my first memorable play. Uh-huh. And then, of course, my other memorable play was uh, the interception against University of Hawaii. Yeah. And Cal Berkeley, I made a pick six. I actually okay. returned one. For the, to the house was that at San Diego that State was my favorite play. that was at Cal- San Diego uh, San, yeah. at yes. San Diego in State. San Diego <laughs> oh yeah and so I was able to score on or have an interception in the same year with Cal Berkeley and UH mm-hmm. and so I that's what gave me like that yeah that feel good feeling that, 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 inside that, yeah. like oh like <laughs> yeah came full circle like, yeah no, that's, now, now my grudges are away yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. the last the last question dealing with football so that your sophomore year when you played UH, this is right. your perspective. <laughs> Who had the better game? You or Steven? Uh, of course, I have to say, it. with the interception, put me over the top. Yes, put <laughs> you over the top. Yeah, one day we'll hear from Steven yes. too. His, his perception of things might be a right. little different, but it's yeah. it's always good to see to see how everything. Uh, he, he's told me this. He's told me this side of the story. Yeah, so, he did. So we gotta hear that. You gotta hear that part. Yeah, and that's yeah. understandable. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, so that's um, definitely some good things. And uh, I mean, you were very successful at San Diego State. And after that, you did get mm-hmm. uh, signed on as a free agent, right? right? Where, what team was that in the NFL? Uh, British Columbia Lions, yeah. Oh, got it. But didn't you have a DC stint Lions. in the in, uh, rookie camp? Right, or mini camp. camp. I was supposed to go to mini camp with the Jets or the Raiders. Okay. But um, uh, the, those weren't infield, like on the field mini camps. Got it. Those got were it. Uh, like... We just watched film. Oh, okay. Um, so I chose that, you know, to be in minicamp with the Jets. And so Got uh, it. at that time, they didn't have like a um, practices, rookie, rookie minicamp. Rookie practices. minicamp, yeah. So all we did was just watch film and you kind of okay. like go through walkthroughs and stuff. Okay. So yeah. And after that, you decided to opt to play opt, CFL. Opt to, yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, after, you know, since that was done, you know, mm-hmm. we got, you get released mm-hmm. and then, uh, you know, you got to look for the next opportunity. And so I went mm-hmm. to try out, okay. uh, you know, look for ways to, you know, I couldn't, you know, kind of look, you know, look out there and it's kind of like, you know, CFL, like, mm-hmm. you know, what's, you know, let's see what's that about, yeah. you know? And you kind of learn the rules of the game. It's way different from yes. the NFL. Yeah. Um, with that, it's like the tryouts was an eye-opener. Okay. You know, I was playing one-on-one and the guy has a 10-yard head start <laughs> yeah. and, like, I'm tripping out. Yeah. And I'm like, but I don't go on yet. I'm, like, watching it. And I'm like, okay, I did not practice this. <laughs> yeah. Because from minicamp, I went straight there. Uh-huh. And it's like, like no waste of time, right? So yeah. it's like, like the speed is different yeah. because of the head start. And it's like, okay, so I got to get to know the, you know, that side of the game. Uh-huh. And I was able to impress the coaches enough to get me on the team, mm-hmm. get me signed. And so yes. um, getting there at the CFL, you know, you, 
I was getting yelled at a lot because of the rules of the game. <laughs> yeah. Like you're not supposed to hit like on special teams. Okay. You're not supposed to. You're supposed to give a one yard radius around the returner. Okay. I went and hit the returner right when he caught the ball. Okay. And so the coaches got mad. They took me and they said, run a lap. They grabbed my, yeah. my, my, my pads yeah. like, like that and then, like, threw me to go run a yeah. lap. Yeah. Like you're not supposed to do that in Canada. Yeah. And, like, and it wasn't that you were doing it intentionally. I, yes. You just didn't know. I just didn't yeah. know that just yeah. one yard radius. There's yeah. a rule where when the ball's punted, you got to wait until he catches it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so yeah. then you tackle him. Got it. I guess that's what makes the game interesting is – all these opportunities for the people with the ball to yeah and plus um another like rule that was surprising me was like the yard off from the line, line of scrimmage okay and so you kind of like you're kind of like like wow you kind of you can't get a good get off because mm. yeah because of the way you're so separated from the lineman yeah so but they're also thinking the lineman is also thinking like oh they have this head start mm. and or this this um energy that comes to them <laughs> yeah you know what i mean but i'm a small guy so it's like it doesn't work to my advantage. Mm. So, I mean, you know, going to transitioning to the CFL was actually easier than I thought be- mm. beca- um, because of the plays that they ran mm. was like very similar to San Diego State. Got it. We ran a 3-3-5 at San mm. Diego State with uh, Canada. It's a 3-3-6 okay. because they have 12 guys on the field. Oh, see, I didn't That's another that. rule yeah. that I didn't know. Oh, I see. Or I, I think a lot of thing. people in America yeah. don't realize all of the differences in CFL. In CFL yeah. Yes. So, but, mm-hmm. yeah, like, if you don't see, like, you know, it all works in the office, the guys with the ball's favor. So, it's, like, it's all meant to, like, entertain, I guess, the fans. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I mean, you know, going into going to Canada, you know, experiencing Vancouver, uh-huh. being, like, this is, like, my second international experience. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of like, wow, I kind of like it here. It's, like, yeah. green. Yeah. But I was, in a, I was in a different part of Canada than people think about Canada. Uh-huh. So, it's, like, beautiful, green more land like uh-huh. a lot of um nature in yeah. vancouver and i realized that mm-hmm. and i liked it you know a lot of rivers yeah and i went fishing you know i got to experience fishing and oh, teammates good. but yeah that's the thing with with transitioning from places is where you get to new new meet new people uh-huh. and so that was kind of a easy transition for me because i've always dealt with that yeah i meet new people since like my punho days where it's like i'm playing with my punho kids in pop warner too mm-hmm playing with them in uh in high school yeah. middle school and then yeah and then going to san diego state where it's like at san diego state i was the only polynesian guy there mm-hmm. and then um having that and being from hawaii and i was the only one from hawaii there and so Got it, was like, it. it was the it was just challenging <laughs> at that time yeah. but then it was like I could, if i could build relationships with these guys i could build relationships with anybody mm-hmm. and so when i got to cfl that was you know guys were you know grown men like mm. people have kids people bring kids to their locker rooms and you kind of like realize that and you're like wow yeah and like uh how good rookies get treated <laughs> you see that yeah. part and it's yeah. like it's like you try your best right after practice you try your best to avoid the veterans like you go you go to your straight to your locker you get out <laughs> yeah. get out yeah yeah before you have to carry their pads some guys carry their pads into the locker room yeah I'm like, they still do that? Like, <laughs> yeah, it was definitely, I mean, you had a lot of ex- uh, stories and experiences too. Right. We might have to save that for another time. <laughs> but unfortunately, you have to come back because you, you sustained an ankle injury, right? right? right so. so that's where we were kind of working this off season. And now where you're at, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but still looking to get back there yeah. whenever sports 
does right. start up if there is a CFL season, right. you know, and I think I think now you're in a good place where, yeah, you're ready yeah. to take on that next chapter and that next challenge. Yeah, with that, with the with how I got hurt mm-hmm. in the CFL, so it was my second game of the year. Okay. And so since the line of scrimmage is one yard apart, like what I was saying, yes. they did a quarterback sneak. And I was like, at my, and I'm, in, I'm, in the, I'm over the center. So there's okay. a play where I'm over the center. And I kind of loop to where the play is going to be. And I feel okay. like I feel the energy of the lineman that they're going to it's a quarterback sneak. Yep. But I'm like a yard off and they dive right into my ankle. Got and it. So I'm kind of like my ankle gets claw, uh, buckled. Yeah. And then the lineman climb over me. So I'm getting my legs are under the pile. Ah, yeah. While my body's over the pile. Yeah. And then it's like I'm yelling like, ah, oh, like another ankle injury. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is the worst ah. one. <clears throat> and then, yeah, I get to. I get to the sideline and I'm like, wow, this is this is it. Like, yeah, my ankle's done. And then you came like, back. This is the worst my ankle's been. Yeah, that's the, that's true. And when when I did see you, it was like, yeah, you had a right. severe yeah. medial ankle sprain. I think it was. Yeah. Right. So you know, but fortunately, we've got to strengthen your ankle. Yes. Thank you're doing you. everything that you you're that's back at doing, training wise, footwork, running, and everything. And mm-hmm. you know, it's something. I think that's the good thing about all of your experiences is just overcoming that adversity and being able to bounce back from all of these these obstacles or setbacks even. But I, I do think that you have a lot more years of football, right. you know, if you choose to. Right. And it's always exciting to see what you can do when you do have mm-hmm. a good off season, when yes. you are well rested and recovered. And I, I look we look forward to seeing all of all of the experiences and uh, success that you're going <laughs> to reach in the CFL. Thank Hopefully you. they get yeah. started. Um, but yeah, we'll save some of those stories for next time because right. you, you have a lot more stories <laughs> that we didn't touch on. Um, before we wrap everything up, is there one thing that you want to share with listeners or even the younger generation mm-hmm. or even promote anything that you are looking forward to in the future? Yeah, um, you know, I'm planning to you know, me and some of my couple of my family friends are planning to start a podcast yeah. um, surrounding, you know, Hawaii athletes and kind of promoting them to be, you know, because when we're here in Hawaii, like uh-huh. we don't have the small school people like yeah. non-power five guys don't get the exposure they have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not only non-power five guys, but like also people who have offers already and kind mm-hmm. of like, you know, kind of learning their experiences and kind of like instilling in them. You know, because this is the time of like where media is mm-hmm. is uh like they're making commitment videos, and it's like mm-hmm. us old heads are like we never did that, <laughs> yeah, like we never did that, and it's like yeah. it pisses us off, <laughs> yeah. So it's like yeah. you know we kind of you know kind of going through that uh-huh. you know that age now where it's like yeah about media and it's about well how you look and how you perceived, mm-hmm. and so yeah that's how that's the type of podcast that we're looking to start and yeah. Um, hopefully it gets started soon with this pandemic going on yeah it's uh you know it's a it's a challenging time for all of us yeah it is definitely <laughs> challenging and then when you do get everything set up and right. we'll probably do maybe another follow-up or something but i will include it if anyone's listening to this in the future i will include it in the show notes your podcast can check you out and all of that yeah. um but i, I do look forward to the rest of your football career you know wherever that takes you but you're also set up like you said with with other plans just in case you know it doesn't play out as you would like right Right. at least you have other avenues that you are passionate about and you're interested in and everything um overall i mean 
great stories yeah. you know every time i do one of these guest episodes i learn way more about you yeah. guys because honestly even if we spent a full season right. with each other you don't really have the time to right. sometimes sit down and talk about all these yeah. things like from pop warner days till now yeah so it's definitely very entertaining i hope everyone enjoyed the episode um but you're welcome back anytime yeah. and you, good luck on your podcast and everything but thanks so much for joining us today thanks any last words no just uh thank you for having me and i, I love what you're doing here and uh you know i you know, I can't wait to hear Steven's part of the story. So. <laughs> yes, we will definitely put that. I'll be back here same time, same place next week. Tune in, check it out. And if you haven't already, subscribe, uh, rate, and leave any comments for me on the podcast. And I will see you next week. Aloha. Aloha.